Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 97.3 The Fan is proud to bring you high school football coverage. We'll take an in-depth look at what's going on around high school football in the San Diego section with the coach, John Cantera. This is absolutely fantastic that we're getting the high school football back on the air because high school football in San Diego is big time. And Braden Surprenant. Elion Noah to the near side, cuts it to 35-40, runs right up the hash mark, he goes to the far side, breaks the tackle to 40, 35-30, 25-20, one man to beat, 15-10. Five reaches the end zone. Touchdown, Helix. From player and coach interviews to game picks and breakdowns of the best matchups of the week, we've got you covered on the High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan. And welcome back to the High School Football Show right here on 97.3 The Fan. Our High School Football Show is sponsored by the Eric Parades Save a Life Foundation and their team of medical professionals who urge you to screen your teen on November 3rd to prevent sudden cardiac arrest. Register for a free heart screening at epsavealife.org. Flash the fan. Well, I'd say that first hour was pretty doggone good, if I don't mind saying it myself. Uh, we're so excited. Braden and I are so fired up for this game tomorrow night. We're fired up every Friday night. We love to go out for high school football, and, of course, we'll carry the playoffs, and I know we're going to carry games on Friday night and Saturday night. So uh, 97.3 The Fan is the place to be for high school football here in America's finest city. And thanks again to Coach Joe Kramer uh, from St. Augustine, Coach Sean Doyle from Cathedral Catholic, Drew Wessling, the head coach of Hilltop, stopping by tonight along with two of his star players, Gage Scruggs and uh, Javen DeAnda. So uh, we'll uh, get into our uh, game reports right now, take a look at uh, around uh, the county. Uh, we're going to start off, as we do each and every week, up in the North County. And uh, we've got uh, four big ball games we're going to break down right now. And we head up to Drew Cowell. And, Drew, welcome, uh, my friend. Hope everything's well with you. Hey, Coach, how are you today? Uh, doing well. Uh, looking forward to a, a big uh, Friday night of football as we work our way towards the end of the regular season over the next uh, three weeks. But you uh, you covering some pretty good ball games. Uh, let's start off with that 5-2 and two Mission Hills Grizzly squad going down the road to take on the 4-3 and three La Costa Canyon Mavericks. Yeah, I'll be out there in Encinitas tomorrow night. Um, both teams are 2-1 and one in avocado league play second and third in league standing so it's going to be a really great matchup on paper mission hills is coming in two and one and they're coming together really nicely as the season progresses with back-to-back dominating league wins versus oceanside and tory pines qb jackson oxney is quietly having a great year spreading it to their variety of weapons quinton had not wide out being one plays a big part in their defense as well at cornerback Their defense has been dominant in the past two weeks, allowing only 12 points combined. While LCC, they'll look to get the ball to Jackson or to Aiden Lippert. He's a junior, and he has a ton of speed on the outside. On defense, they're led by Ozzie Nichols, one of the best linebackers in the county. This should be a close game with both teams battling for one of the top spots in the avocado as well as Division I. So, the season is winding down. This will be a deciding game in the league standings 
I'm looking for Mission Hill to try to stay hot and make a push for the open division and up the D1 standings for the playoffs, while LCC will try to get some home magic and get a huge win at home. Well, that's going to be a great one. Uh, both ball clubs playing pretty well right now. Let's take a look at El Camino sitting at 3-4 and four right now, going down the road to take on Thad McNeil's Carlsbad Lancers that are sitting at 6-1 and one right now and really had some big wins the last couple of weeks. Yeah, Carlsbad had a real battle with this week. It was a tough-fought game where they ended up pulling it out late, relying on that defense, 22-20. to 20. Aiden Sayan, their quarterback, is a quiet passer. With is quiet is a quiet passer. He has a, a key to interception ratio of 12 touchdowns to one interception so far here on 60% passing for a thousand yards. So he's a good um, he's good for Carlsbad because they like to rely on their defense, ball control type offense. Their defense is led by Kyle Vassau and Painter Isaiah. They hold it down and. While El Camino, they're coming off a really rough loss versus San Marcos where I was out there. Um, they fought back all second half just to come up short where PAT cost them a shot at overtime. And uh, they, they, they'll look to get with Zion Jackson out. They'll look for Timothy Ochoa, who had an explosive 45-yard touchdown last week. And will try to find some room versus Carlsbad's stingy defense, only allowing 11 points so far this season a game. So I don't really see Carlsbad having any trouble, especially with them being at home. Uh, Drew, uh, Torrey Pine sitting at 3-4, and four, but they're looking for their first win in league. They're sitting at 0-3 right now. They're going to San Marcos. San Marcos sitting at 3-4, and four, and San Marcos 1-3 in league. Uh, what's going to give in this ball game? Yeah, uh, this one's going to be a really close battle as well. Um, San Marcos had their first league win in an instant classic versus El Camino last week. This was a huge turning point in their season, I feel like, and we'll, they'll look to make a push towards the Division One playoffs with their schedule. Um, linebacker and running back JT Dozier, shout out, had a great stellar game last week. He made big plays left and right. He had an onside recovery, a touchdown catch, and an interception, so doing it from literally every aspect of the game. Um, Jalen Boehner, who's also had a huge game with four catches for 89 yards, and it's whenever they needed a big play, they went to Jalen Boehner. Torrey Pines, though, they're looking for their first league win in the tough avocado league. They're coming off rough losses versus Mission Hills, 42-14, to 14, and they'll look to try to turn their league, turn the season around and try to get some wins late. Um, I'm seeing if San Marcos can get a win versus an established program like Torrey Pines. I think this could be a case of the two team seasons going in opposite directions. Yeah, my uh, Falcons are uh, struggling this year, to say the least. Uh, they got beat two weeks ago. We did that game 42-7 to by Carlsbad. Last week they got beat by Mission Hills 42-14. to So uh, that game tomorrow night uh, ought to be a pretty good one, I would think. All right, uh, Drew, Definitely. let's take a look at Valley Center. They're sitting at 4-3 and three overall. Valley Center in league play right now. They're 2-0. and oh. They're going to go down uh, the mountain to San Pasquale. San Pasquale off to a nice 6-1 and one start. They're 2-0 and oh in league play. Escondido's got a non-league game uh, tomorrow night. So whoever... Uh, you know, if Valley Center is able to win this ball game, they would play next Friday night right here on 97.3. The fan against Escondido would be for the league title, but Sam Pasquale's got something to say about that. 
Oh, yeah, Tampa Squad's having a really strong... ...is a really strong... Um, and the Jags team, they just had an injury to their quarterback, Frank Staley, and I'm not sure what his status is for the game, but this one may not be as close as it usually is when it comes to these two rivals. Tampa's ball will try to spread the ball around to their threat. Players score in their win, 42-0 to in their league win versus RBV. So they have a really balanced team led by um, Trevor Jungman. Valley Center will try to get the ball, get the ground game going with their quarterback being banged up and try to keep this one close to give them a shot late. Tampa Squall is really looking like a le legit C2 contender, and they'll look to add a title to their season's resume and boost their rankings in the Division II playoffs. Hey, Drew, uh, great job, my friend. We'll look forward to doing this again uh, next Friday night. Enjoy that Mission Hills-La Costa Canyon game tomorrow night. Oh, yeah, I'll be out with updates. I can't wait for it. Thanks, Coach, again. All righty, Drew Cowell uh, out there in uh, North County uh, giving us an update on Mission Hills La Costa tomorrow night, El Camino at Carlsbad, Torrey Pines over in San Marcos, and Valley Center at uh, San Pasqual. Uh, I bring in Braden Soprano right now, and Braden, uh, some pretty good matchups. We're going to be uh, obviously uh, at Cathedral tomorrow night for the Saints Cathedral game, but that Valley Center San Pasqual game is going to be a real good one and really uh, very much uh, league uh, considerations on that one. Yeah, and we're at the point of the season now where it's going to be a lot of league uh, consideration games here, and that, that's a really big one between San Pasqual and Valley Center. I'm curious to see how that one plays out. Uh, I don't want to be uh, you know unbiased or biased in the situation when uh, you know trying to get a good Valley Center Escondido uh, league championship matchup, but this is a this is basically for for Valley Center. They got two league championship games basically in a row, if you want to view it that way, because they need to win uh, this week against San Pasqual to be still in consideration for a league championship, and then they're going to be going against potentially an undefeated Escondido team uh, the very next week for another league championship appearance. San Pasqual would be good for them to uh, get a win and win a league championship, uh, You know, maybe battle that out with Escondido, uh, the battle for um, Escondido right there between the San Pasqual uh, and, of course, uh, the Cougars of Escondido. I, I really like this game. Uh, there's a handful of games in North County that are going to be great. We always know the Avocado League is going to have three top games each and every week as well. Um, I'm curious. There's a couple ones we didn't talk about, but the Palomar League, Poway at Del Norte, Mount Carmel at RB, and Westview at Vista. Uh, a lot of those have potential, although the Cal Prep scores uh, think it's going to be a little bit widespread. They also, all those games have the potential to... Um, uh, to be some pretty close games, uh, especially the Westview Vista game because of how both teams run the football. Uh, that will be uh, an interesting game, uh, and I think Vista got a pretty good defense. So uh, now we'll be watching that score. And, of course, we get a lot of live updates during our game uh, each and every week. Uh, we, uh, we go to a timeout. We'll get an update from here, an update from there. So if you're out and about on a Friday night and you want to listen to a little high school football, we'll be on the air tomorrow night on 97.3 The Fan at 7 o'clock. We're going to step aside. When we come back, we're going to head out to the East County. Our man from EC Preps, Adam Paul, will join us next on the High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan. As your preferred pharmacy, you know you're saving smartly. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Zero dollar copay on Tier 1 generic drugs available through select plans that include Walgreens as a preferred pharmacy. 
When it comes to keeping your small business's valuable information safe, Dell Small Business Technology Advisors can recommend tailored security solutions like servers, storage, networking. Plus, right now, get up to 45% off select business computers with Intel Core processors. Running your own small business is a big challenge, but with the right partner, it's a lot easier. To speak with an advisor today, call 877-BY-DELL. That's 877-BY-DELL. Will you teach me to football? 97.3 The Fan features high school football on Friday. Here we'll teach you to football. As St. Augustine takes on Cathedral Catholic, Gwen and Chris will be on site at 3 for the 7 p.m. kickoff. High school football plays here on 97.3 The Fan. Hey, this is Jordan Allen, linebacker from Cathedral Catholic. Cathedral Catholic plays here on 97.3 The Fan. As we uh, cruise along on a Thursday night, thanks so much for tuning in. This portion of the show brought to you by our great friends of Lolita's Mexican Food. Boy, I could uh, take one of those burritos right now and a little extra guacamole, I can tell you that. We're going to have to, you know what we need to do, Braden, before I get to Adam Paul? One of our last high school shows, we need to bring all of our reporters and all the people that have been so good to us throughout the course of the year, we need to bring them in here for a two-hour get-together, and we'll get Lolita's to drop by some food that night. Uh, that'd be great. I love Lolita's burritos. Yeah, we're going to have to uh, get a hold of our uh, sales guy, big Rob Pickert, uh, uh, former uh, uh, PA announcer at Rancho Buena Vista football games. i got to get him to uh, get a hold of Lolita's and uh, get a, a nice... Uh, tray of food up here one night. Have you ever had one of their burritos that uh, has the rolled tacos inside the burrito? Now, how many po- Padre post-game shows do you think I did over the years from Lolita's right there next to the ballpark? I've had everything on that menu, and everything on that menu is fantastic. <laughs> uh, a lot of times. Uh, the, most of the majority of my childhood listening to Padre's post-game shows, I think you were at Lolita's, uh, you and Ted Mendenhall and Randy Jones and That's right. Ben Higgins and Oh, we had a All lot of fun. Of we had a lot of fun. We're going to have fun right now with this gentleman. Uh, he uh, His high school got a win, another win last week, and uh, we're joined by Adam Paul from EC Preps. Adam, how are you tonight? I'm doing great, Coach. How's it going tonight? I'm doing pretty good. I guess you're uh, kind of sticking your chest out. Your alma mater sitting at 8-0 Santana, and they're going to go down the road tomorrow night and take on the 3-4 uh, and four Monta Vista Monarchs and uh, – uh, some big news there at Monta Vista last Friday night with Coach Hamamoto. Yeah, you know, Coach um, Hamamoto, um, with that win last week against their backyard rival, Mount McGill, uh, he passes um, the legendary Morse, uh, former Morse head coach John Shacklett now, now has uh, 230 wins uh, for his career. So now he's uh, now by himself in sole possession of fourth all-time. Um, in San Diego uh, section history, uh, so that was a big win. Uh, you know the Monarchs that three and they're, they're coming to the game three and four, one and zero in league. That record is kind of deceiving because they've you know Hamamoto his teams are always really good. They're really disciplined. Um, tomorrow night's game against the Sultans who come into the game eight and zero, two and zero in league is ba- basically the game for the title as the winner will be in the driver's seat. Also, it's homecoming for Monta Vista, so there's um, there's that incentive. Um, also, Monta Vista is the defending Grossmont Valley League champion. Uh, however, the Sultans in the previous uh, five mean, meetings do lead it three games to two, um, but Monta Vista has won the last uh, the, won the last two, including last year, um, 35 to nothing behind uh, Jamal McClendon, who had 329 yards and five touchdowns in two quarters. 
um, in that game. As the game was called, if you recall, it was that freaky weather out here in San Diego last year. Um, it would be a year ago. Um, so every game in, that, in the county was pretty much called due to lightning and thunder and everything else. Uh, last week, the Monarchs, like I said, was able to give Coach um, Hamamoto his 230th win. Uh, Montevista senior running back Isaiah Gardner in that game against um, uh, Mount Miguel Matadors ran for 173 yards and 20, on 29 carries um, and two touchdowns. Uh, senior quarterback Ruben Silva also rushed for two touchdowns while senior teammate Giovanni Olivas um, had a big kickoff um, return for a touchdown of 77 yards. Uh, the offensive line uh, for the Monarchs really um, opened the running lanes. Uh, led by Aaron Bustos, Jesse Schrader, Angel Villanueva, Brandon Narvez, uh, Jared Reinholt, senior um, Manuel Zamudio, and junior Victor Meza um, really helped um, that ground game for the Monarchs. Um, as we uh, discussed earlier, Santana, on the other hand, on the other hand, defeated their city rival West Hills for the first time since 2011, uh, 27 to 13. Uh, Brooks Mutaw, he had 242 total yards in that game. Um, including a um, game-opening 97-yard um, kickoff return for a touchdown. Uh, Nathan Temple, actually, who he actually was sick last week, and he only threw for 110 yards and was actually kept out of the end zone for the first time all season, but he did rush for a touchdown to start that second half. Uh, currently, Monte Vista right now is currently ranked number 12 in the latest CIS Division II rankings, and, of course, Santana is number one in Division IV. Um, you know, this game is probably going to come down to the last, you know, last couple minutes um, of the game. And it, it, like I said, Monte Vista, despite coming to the game three and four, I think they're a much better team. And um, it's going to be a dogfight between these two. All right. You got Granite Hills uh, four and three overall, but they haven't won a league game. They're 0 two right now. They lost a heartbreaker at home that we called on 97.3 The Fan last Friday night. The Grossmont, 33-32. to 32. Uh, They're going to go uh, down the road to El Capitan there in Lakeside. And Coach Berner and the Vaqueros right now still seeking their first win of the year. They're 0-7. Yeah, you know, this game, it's uh, really going to be a really special night out at Lakeside. It's the uh, 60th homecoming for the Vaqueros, so there's going to be a lot of really neat things happening, including a carnival. So if you really want to go enjoy a really great night for football, go out to Lakeside. Um, in the previous five meetings, the Vaqueros actually lead it three and three to two, with the Eagles winning um, last season, 28 to 14. Uh, the last time the Vaqueros won that won again won this game was back in 2016 with a thrilling 17 to 16 victory in which the Vaqueros blo- uh, blocked a potential game-winning 21-yard field goal. Uh, Granite Hills comes into the game losing two games in a row for the first time since 2016. Um, they're looking to bounce back, uh, like you said, after that disappointing, uh, heartbreaking uh, 33-32 loss on their homecoming night to the Grossmont Foothillers. Um, and actually, they actually, you know, leading that, they led that game by 11 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, for the Eagles in that game, Jeremiah Satbury, who was named homecoming king, had a 62-yard interception return in that contest in the fourth. And a couple plays after that later, the Eagles would extend their lead um, as Jaquail uh, Hidges, uh, ran one in uh, to the end zone from 18 yards out. Um, also in that game, Justice McComb passed for 267 yards on 24-38 passing, including three touchdowns, two of them to senior Junie Harris. 
Uh, for the Vaqueros in their game against Steel Canning, in which they actually trailed 35 nothing at half, um, a bright note was that they were actually able to outscore the Cougars 13 to nothing in that second half, as uh, Vaquero senior quarterback Wick Hauser completed touchdown passes to sophomore Antoine Yokley and junior Kalen uh, Lavallee. Uh, the Vaqueros, if they want to keep their playoff hopes alive, you know they're going to have to try. They are going to have to possibly pull off the big win, as it would with the win. Um, it would set them up nicely as they are currently number 14 in the latest um, Division Three CIF rankings um, behind both Mount Carmel and Kearney, who um, sits at number 12. Granite Hills, um, if they were to lose um, for, thir- for the third time in a row, um, it might, might, might hurt their chances to, uh, for a home playoff game. Um, but either, either way, I think this game's going to come down um, be a, be, a, be another dog fight for both these squads. Adam Paul from EC Preps, our guest here on 97.3 The Fan, a weekly reporter uh, covering the East County. Uh, number uh, uh, th- uh, four uh, or number three game, Mount Miguel, three and four, taking on El Cajon Valley. They're three and four. Uh, I look right now, El Cajon Valley 0-1 in league play. Mount Miguel 0-2 in league play. So, Somebody's going to get their first league win tomorrow night. Yeah, you know, but it's surprising, um, you know, especially Mount Miguel um, with the way that they can put up points. Um, El Cajon Valley, um, Coach Osborne, he, you know, they, they played a non-league game last week against Castle Park um, and played the, tro- the, the Trojans really well. Unfortunately, um, lost in the, fi- in the final minute and a half in that game. Uh, Coach Osborne's really got things turning uh, turning around, turned around down there um, over at Oklahoma Valley. Uh, for the Matadors, um, senior wide receiver Jaheim Allen Pompey, uh, reportedly, according to all the official stats, leads the nation receiving yards with 1,292, and he's actually on pace to beat the section record here in San Diego of 1,742 yards. Last week, he had seven catches for 188 yards and two touchdowns against the Monarchs. On the season so far, he's got 60 receptions and uh, 14 touchdowns. Um, Matador uh, quarterback J.D. Laverdier in that game against the Monarchs rushed for three touchdowns in addition to um, his connections with um, Alan Pompey. All on the season, he's rushed for 13 touchdowns. Uh, El Cajon Valley, like I said, they lost um, a heartbreaker to the Castle Park Trojans. They were actually a minute and a half away from defeating undefeated Castle Park on the road last Friday night. Junior quarterback um, Clarence Johnson tied the game with a 25-yard touchdown run with under five minutes to play with the game and tied the game at 19-all. In that game, uh, junior quarterback Joe Malone passed for 213 yards and two touchdowns, including a 21-yarder to Johnson for the first score of the game in the opening quarter. Uh, El Cajon actually would rally from a 19-6 to deficit to tie the game as junior Demarius Hyde caught a six-yard touchdown pass from Malone in that four, uh, fourth quarter. And again, unfortunately, they lost in that final minute and a half. Uh, this game, I think, since it's at El Cajon Valley, I think Coach Osborne is just going to say, you know what, you guys were close um, uh, to beating an undefeated Castle Park, or, yeah, Castle Park squad, and he's going to really have his guys ready to play against the Matadors. Mount Miguel, if they're going to keep their playoff hopes alive, 
uh, they're going to have to uh, pull out this win against, against the Oklahoma Valley Braves. All right, Adam, uh, final ball game. You've got Helix 6-1. and one. They're 2-0 and oh in league play in the Grossmont Hills League right now. Uh, they're uh, traveling uh, tomorrow night. They'll be taking on Grossmont. Uh, Grossmont 6-1, and one, and they're 2-0. and oh. uh, You also have Steel Canyon, who's going to be playing uh, at home tomorrow night against Valhalla. They're 2-0 and oh in league play, and Steel Canyon 7-0 and oh on the year. But tomorrow night, Helix 2-0 uh, and oh going against Grossmont 2-0. Uh, your thoughts on that? And I believe Elliot Noah, the great running back for Helix, will not play tomorrow night. Yeah, um, I, I, I've heard through various sources that he um, <clears throat> won't play. Um, you know, this game, it's the oldest rivalry game in the East County. It's been played for almost 70 years. Um, if people don't know the name already, it's the Battle for the Musket, um, which is sometimes called Old Betsy or the Campbell Musket, um, as it came from the uh, Campbell family um, of uh, Jack Campbell. He um, <clears throat> was the starting halfback. And uh, 1952 class valedictorian, um, the Hillers um, in that first game back in uh, 1951 actually won the first game 13 to six. Um, but since then, Helix has actually dominated the series, winning every year since 1991 when Grossmont, led by current head coach Tommy Carlo, uh, was the quarterback, and the um, head coach at that time was Judd Holbert. Uh, they beat Helix 28 to 14 in front of a crowd of um, what I was told of 5,000. In that game, Jason Eskridge ran for 200 yards before leaving in that third quarter. Um, fast forward to now, these two teams actually met twice last season. The first time was back on what was a short night due to the lightning and rain, um, in which Helix led 27 to nothing at half. And the second time the two met was in the playoffs after Grossmont defeated Madison, in which the Highlanders. Uh, um, in the game, in the second game, the Highlanders dominated and came came away with a convincing 68-7 victory. Uh, this year's Grossmont unit, um, excuse me, come into the game ranked seventh in last week's official San Diego CIF power power ratings. Um, they are actually considered to be nearly as good as any of the previous clubs um, with the with the team coming into the contest. You know, with their six and one record, which is identical to the Scotties. However, um, the 2019 version of the Highlanders currently ranked first in the in the section by both the media and 10th in the state by the computer power rankings. Uh, Jamie Odom um, turned, you know, as you know, as you guys called it last week against Grant Hills, turned into one of the most memorable, memorable plays in school history last Friday night at Granite with his 46-yard scramble on the four, on a fourth and two with about a minute and a half remaining, uh, lifting the Hill, Foothillers to that big 33-32 victory after trailing by 11 with eight minutes left. Also for the Foothillers, um, Robert Tucker, who I honestly think uh, will probably get some all-CIF consideration um, at the when it's all said and done at the end of the year. He is probably the second-best running back in um, the county um, behind, excuse me, in East County behind Elion Noah. Um, last week he posted 364 all-purpose yards with 193 yards rushing including touchdowns of 67, 13, and 55 yards um, with, to lead Grossmont, who piled up 452 total yards. Uh, for Helix, uh, Elion Noah, as you said, they uh, won't be playing, but that's okay. Uh, in up step, steps up is uh, Christian Washington, in their game, who in their game against Valhalla, the big 49-2 uh, victory over Valhalla, 
ran for 101 yards and two touchdowns. In that game, senior quarterback Cameron Brown passed for a pair of touchdowns, while his junior brother Jaden returned an interception, 77 yards for a touchdown. Um, another Noah, freshman Puka Noah, the younger brother, and former of uh, uh, both Elion and former Helix star Zeke Noah had his first career interception in that game. Uh, obviously, while the skies are still obvious, the obvious favorite once again, one thing is for certain: for perennially upside up, upset-minded Grossmont, the Foothillers are due. And there is a possibility. I've heard this by a couple people that it, this game is kind of reminiscent of 2014 when. Um, Helix went into Lakeside and lost uh, lost a very close game to the El Capitan Vaqueros. wasn't uh, wasn't expected to happen. And tomorrow night out at Grossmont, who knows? I mean, Grossmont's not really expected to stand a chance, but I, I do give them um, some of a shot, especially if Robert Tucker and Jamie Oda can get things going uh, right away. Well, uh, it should be a good ball game with Noah out. That kind of evens the playing field a little bit. Adam, great job, and uh, enjoy the ball games tomorrow night. Thank you, Coach. You guys have a good one. There you go, Adam Paul from EC Preps uh, joining us, uh, breaking it down from the East County, and, boy, that's a big blow. Elian Noah, got to be honest with you, he probably uh, would have been the CIF Player of the Year, and I don't know how much time he's going to miss, but, uh, boy, he, he is a good one, and he's been a big uh, – bellwether back uh, the last several years out there at helix of course earlier in the year broke reggie bush's uh, all-time uh, helix high rushing record we're going to take our final time out when we come back Braden soprenin will join me we'll start jumping around the county and take a look at the rankings as well coach john Cantera going to the top of the hour right here on 97.3 the fan and i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Marlon Gardner, head coach, Scripps Ranch High School. Scripps Ranch plays on 97.3 The Fan. Well, as we uh, roll to the top of the hour, we're going to get in as much stuff as we can, and I bring in my buddy Braden Soprenant. Braden, uh, you and I, man, we're having a lot of fun, not only uh, doing uh, the high school show on Thursday night and the, the games on Friday night, but you're working with me now on the regular talk show, 12 to 3, and man, we're going to finish it off tomorrow, 12 to 3. We've had a hell of a week. Yeah, we've had a great week of uh, the John Quintero show, and uh, we're trying to finish it up here on the uh, Thursday night high school football show. It's going to be a a fun Friday for all of us uh, in a high school football world. We got some good matchups coming up. Uh, as the uh, you know, we could talk about the uh, CIF r- rankings here that just came out on Tuesday. Yeah, I want to remind everyone our portion of the show right now brought to you by Lolita's uh, Mexican Restaurants, and we thank them for their great participation of high school sports and our uh, weekly uh, student athletes of the week. And tomorrow on the Gwen and Chris show, I'll be uh, announcing those two uh, for this week, both male and female. All right, Braden, let's take a look at the CIF rankings. A little bit different than we saw a week ago. You got uh, the first, uh, we'll go to the first four. We got Cathedral, Catholic number one at seven and one. They're number one this week in the CIF rankings. Helix is number two at six and one. 
Uh, St. Augustine, number three, at six and one. And Steel Canyon continues to uh, roll. They're undefeated. They're at seven and zero right now. Yeah, if you look at the top four, like you said, Cathedral Helix Saints and uh, Steel Canyon. Uh, looking at it, uh, not really surprised how Cathedral moved up, basing on knowing the system. Uh, I am. I, I. I would say at this point, I mean, it's fair enough to say Helix is probably the best team still, and they earned it because they beat Saints and Cathedral. Uh, Cathedral moved up in the rankings because they're so close in terms of the rating number, and then beating Madison who is a lot better than uh, Helix and uh, Saints or uh, Helix and uh, Steel Canyon uh, playing the teams. They, I think they played Valhall and El Cap last week, so that's the reason uh, for that. But again, uh, it could flip after uh, Helix plays uh, Grossmont. It's going to be a tough game. Uh, you know, a tough rating for, um, you know, a team like uh, Helix. And then Cathedral playing Saints. We'll see what happens there. But, uh, you know, we, we could see a little bit more separation. But I'm pretty sure, uh, according to CIF, if the things ended right now, uh, you know, ranking-wise with Cathedral and Helix at 1 and 2, since Helix beat Cathedral, I'm pretty sure they would flip-flop those teams for the playoff seedings. Well, uh, Braden, when you take a look uh, going down, you got Carlsbad at number five, you got Santana at number six, Bishops at number seven, Scripps Ranch at number eight, Madison at number nine, Grossmont, who we've seen two different times, they're at number ten. They're uh, uh, sitting with a, a six and one record right now. You know, the the only team that I see sliding in, uh, and again, I know uh, when you take a look, you got Cathedral playing Saints tomorrow night, you got Helix last regular season game playing Steel Canyon, and remember Steel Canyon beat Helix last year. Remember, Helix had the big win over at Granite Hills that you and I called, and everybody thought they were going to win the title. What well, ended up being a tri-championship because they stubbed their toe late in that ball game against Steel Canyon. The only team that I could see maybe slip in uh, that's not in the top four right now for that open division would be Carlsbad. I can see Carlsbad doing that. I also can see uh, Cathedral and Saints and um, Helix and Steel Canyon being playing games. Honestly, with the way everything's so close in terms of the rating system, uh, down the stretch, you, you can't be losing uh, football games. Uh, I think Cathedral's rating is uh, in well enough hands at 17.6 uh, that if they even lose the Saints, they will still be in the top four. They might be the number four team, but I think they'll still be in the top four. Uh, but Saints is so close with Steel Canyon um, and Helix. Are, they're all kind of around the same area. Uh, if one of those teams loses to each other down the stretch, you might see Carlsbad and I'm going to throw another team in there. I like Mission Hills to make a run uh, potentially for the for this uh, you know open division championship. I know they're way down at number nine in Division One right now, um, but they got a lot of teams that they have to play uh, remaining on the schedule. That's going to give them a huge boost compared to a lot of other schools that are in front of them that are not going to get a boost with their league schedules. You know, I'm looking at the Union Tribune that both you and I vote in. In fact, they have uh, 31 people that vote in that. This week, Helix got all 31 uh, votes, and, you know, you brought up the point that we've talked about, and I talked about it with the coaches tonight. Cathedral Catholics got one loss. That was the Helix. St. Augustine, they're number three in the county. They have one loss. That was the Helix. So, you know, Helix is only losses to a team from outside of the state. They lost to that team from uh, Utah. Yeah, and they, they should honestly should have won that game. They're up in that got game. Got beaten late, overtime. Uh, and uh, they let the let it slip through the cracks. And that Harriman team is not the uh, – uh, greatest of teams. It was kind of a it was a letdown for Helix. Uh, if you go on Cal Preps, they they read out some games that are uh, kind of f what they call fluke losses, and that's one of the fluke losses for Helix this year. Um, I was surprised that they lost that game. They were a lot better than uh, Harriman. I don't know what really happened in that game, but it kind of like they lost it late uh, for them. Uh, Helix is going to be is as good as um, you know. El Leon Noah takes them. I think 
uh, and unfortunately he's a little banged up right now. But you know, I like to see hopefully he he can come back and and, and play for Helix. Uh, hopefully later in the season. But Helix has a lot of good guys. Helix is Helix. Uh, if you want to be the top dog, you got to beat the top dog in the Helix Highlanders. And uh, that, I mean, that's why I voted for them number one uh, in the in the county in the Union Tribune poll. Uh, I want you to tell everyone what you got going podcast wise. Uh, we just launched the podcast. Uh, we got it up uh, actually five minutes ago. It's on the website on ninety seven through the fan sd dot com. Uh, hour one of the uh, high school football show is also on 97throughthefansd.com. They're both on the radio.com app. Uh, you can listen to it. It's uh, myself and Top Dog. We break down uh, a handful of things uh, this week. We talk about um, you know the new East County leagues that they're going to determine in the Grossmont leagues. Uh, it's going to be next year. We, we, we give our take on that. We talk about uh, uh, Jerry Schneep retiring as the CIF commissioner. We think we might take over uh, in the job that he has done as the CIF commissioner. We talk about... Um, you know, just just the you know things going around San Diego High School football, and then we give, we pick every single the every single one of the games this weekend in eleven man football against the Cal Preps uh, spread, if you will, uh, <laughs> to see how we do against the uh, the point margin that Cal Preps comes up with. Uh, but it's a really good podcast. Uh, it goes about an hour again uh, this week. We get into some uh, not necessarily controversial topics, but a lot of passionate topics that people want to discuss, and in, in, in terms of transfers and. Uh, and a lot of other things uh, circle around high school football that we have to deal with. But it's always a good podcast, and if you want to check it out, you haven't heard it for the time, radio.com app or on 97throughthefansd.com. You can see all of our podcasts uh, that we have done up there as well as the high school football show. You know, uh, really big news today, uh, or this week, I should say, and I think uh, uh, the one guy I wasn't surprised because he told me he was looking to hang it up, and that's John Labita, the assistant commissioner of the San Diego CIF, uh, John, longtime coach, and uh, an administrator here in San Diego. But Jerry Schneep, the commissioner for the last nine years, and him and John Labita uh, worked hand-in-hand. In, hand. in fact, when Jerry got the job, he hired John. Uh, he announced his resignation. Both these guys are going to stay on uh, through the remainder of the year. But, boy, I'll tell you what, and I know everybody you know, wants to get on the commissioner about this and that and 38 other things, but it's a thankless job, and those two guys have done a hell of a job. Yeah, it's really a thankless job. And what they've done with, um, you know, at least when Jerry Schneeb was in charge, uh, coming up with the open playoffs and the way we do playoffs now, um, you know, based on your skill level, not not necessarily uh, your attendance. And, you know, that, that I think is a huge jump for San Diego High School football. Because um, I remember when I played in Division Three. Uh, we were a lot better than everybody else in Division Three, and we wanted to play up and play with teams that are our caliber. Uh, and I think it gives a lot of a lot of schools opportunities to win championships that wouldn't normally win championships due to um, you know having a large school, but not necessarily having uh, some of the athletes some of the other schools have. So I, I really like that change. It's probably my favorite uh, thing that has happened during the uh, Jerry Schneepa uh, uh, run as a commissioner. You got some games over there you'd like to. Uh... Uh, talk about here in our final few minutes. We talked about a bunch there with uh, Drew and with Adam, and there's still some other big games uh, going on around uh, San Diego tomorrow night. I, I can't believe we've got three weeks left in the regular season, then we get right into the playoffs. Yeah, we've got some pretty big league games coming up. I, I like uh, the City League game uh, this week. Scripps Ranch is going to Balboa State and take on San Diego High. Mm. Uh, that game is at 630 uh, these are definitely the two top dogs in the city league, and it, it, it's basically for his league championship on Friday night. You know, Script Ranch is going to be ready. They're still undefeated at this point. Uh, they come in as a 31-17 point uh, favorite over uh, San Diego High. <laughs> I think that game is going to be a little bit closer than that, but I, I give the edge to Script Ranch. They get a little bit more depth than San Diego High has. Uh, but San Diego High has got a guy like Mo Jackson 
And when you got Mo Jackson, that, that's a stud that Scripps Ranch is going to have to look out for. Scripps Ranch has struggled with San Diego High in the last couple of years that they've played them as a you know league rival, if you will. Um, but I, I, I look to have uh, you know the Scripps Ranch Falcons get the win uh, on Friday night. Well, both those coaches doing a really nice job. Uh, Charles James, of course, had that great run last year uh, with that San Diego High team that won a state championship. And Marlon Gardnera, who we had in, uh, earlier this year in the studio, both those teams playing great football. We'll be looking for that score tomorrow night. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Christian at, uh, and Morse, so they're going to play at Granite Hills. It's uh, Christian's uh, home location. When uh, Granite Hills is away, the Christian Patriots will play. And, and by the way, uh, my uh, uh, cousin, uh, Jackie Paisley, she'll be running the uh, kettle corn out there tomorrow Doing night. Doing kettle corn out there again. Yep. Uh, is she, are you going to drive out there and help her uh, break down her tent like you did last week? No, I'm not going to drive from North <laughs> County down there, but I had a good time. I hadn't seen my cousin in a while, and uh, she's a great lady and uh, does a lot of the Granite Hills and Christian games. Coming out of the uh, Cal Preps uh, Vegas spread here, the Christian Patriots have a three-point uh, favorite over the Morse Tigers. I like Morse in this game. If you want to give uh, an upset special of the week, if you will, I got Morse in this game. I think it's going to be a close one, uh, but I think Morse uh, gets it done on Friday night against Christian. Uh, anything else you'd like to uh, shout out here in our final couple of minutes? Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about the uh, the new league and uh, the Grossmont Hills I would be league? more than happy to. Uh, Grossmont Hills, uh, the Grossmont League decided to go with two leagues next year. Uh, they mix it up a little bit. Instead of having five teams and six teams, they're going to go with four teams and seven teams. Again, only 11 teams out there in the East County. Uh, the top four teams will be in the Grossmont Hills League. It's been determined that it's Granite Hills, Grossmont, Helix, and uh, Steel Canyon. Everybody else is going to be in the Grossmont Valley League. El Cap, Valhalla, Santana, West Hills, Monta Vista, Mount Miguel, and El Cajon Valley uh, in the uh, uh, Grossmont um, Valley League. Coach, do you like the way the new leagues are set up, or do you uh, have some questions on the four to seven uh, league split. Uh, I got uh, a real issue there. Uh, number one, I don't like uh, four-team leagues, number one. Uh, Seven-team league is fine, but let me ask you, where where is Helix going to be able to schedule six non-league games, okay? And now you got Steel Canyon, who's building a reputation and won a state title three seasons ago. They're going to have a hard time scheduling uh, six non-league games. Uh, did, did anybody take this into consideration? Uh, how's Helix going seriously? How is Helix right now who struggles to schedule games in the preseason? How are they going to schedule six? No, they're they're going to actually schedule seven. They're going to schedule seven non-league That's games. Right. Uh, they already play Saints Cathedral, so there's two. But then there's five. They're other not games. ducking anybody. No, and there's five other games that they're going to have to fill. And they're filling them right now. People don't want to play schools. them. They don't want to play Cathedral Catholic, and and schools don't want to play Saint Augustine right now. Yeah, those three schools can't get anybody to play them. Uh, Steel Canyon and Madison are having issues finding uh, you know games in San Diego County as well. But then Steel Canyon wouldn't uh, has uh, not scheduled up to uh, Saints or, or Cathedral yet. So hopefully that changes uh, in the near future. But Helix right now. Uh, <laughs> They're, Good luck. I, I mean, they've already had – we see it in the coach's corner on Facebook all the time. They're always looking for games, especially for the freshman and JV I'm levels. glad I'm not Damon Chase, the athletic director at Helix, or Robbie Owens, the head coach. That's going to be tough. They're, they better get a travel budget ready to go because already right now they're playing teams like Cajon out of town. They're playing Harriman out of town. they got Oaks Christian out of town. Uh, that's three of the five games that they've had 
uh, scheduled the last couple of years. So, and they don't do a cross league. It's not like they're going to play one team from the Valley League. That's not, that's not going to happen either. So they're in they're in some dire straits right now in, in terms of trying to schedule games for next year. I rope Steel Canyon in the same mix. I think Grossmont and Granite will be fine finding games. They still can get some good matchups against uh, you know maybe some Western League schools. Um, but Steel Canyon and Helix are going to be in. Uh, they better get the uh, their mileage up on uh, some airline miles or some bus miles because they're going to have to do a lot of traveling. Tell you what, uh, Granite Hill's got to have a good matchup because you and I got to do a game out there. Every year we do this, we're going to Valley Stadium. Yeah, absolutely. It's always a great time. They, uh, the, the hospitality out there is great. I'm looking forward to tomorrow night's game, Charity <laughs> Bowl, between the uh, St. Augustine Saints and the Cathedral Catholic Dons. You, you so know the record's out. It's going to be a fun time. You know what the toughest part, and we got about 45 seconds left in the show. You know the toughest part about uh, tomorrow night? What? is trying to get to sleep tonight because oh, you and right, I are going to exactly. be so fired up uh, to do our talk show 12 to 3 and then hustle up the freeway to do that ball game tomorrow night. Uh, we got a good talk show tomorrow, too. we got Steve Fisher coming on with us tomorrow at 1235. Right. It's going to be a good time. And then we're going to, after our show, we're going to just jolt up to the Del Mar Heights Road to see the Dons take on the Saints. We'll get there early, get everything set up, check out the Luau tailgate they're <laughs> going to do up there. Uh, it, it should be a fun time. I always love going to those games, whether it be me as the ball boy at St. Augustine High School, my dad coached at Saints, or when I played at Cathedral, it's always a fun time. Well, we're looking forward, and I'm glad Braden will be right there with me the whole way. Hope you enjoyed the program. We'll be back in again next Thursday night, 9 to 11, but again tomorrow night, uh, we got the call, uh, Cathedral Catholic and St. Augustine at 7 o'clock. Until tomorrow, 12 o'clock, Coach John Cantero, have a great night, and look forward to talking with you tomorrow afternoon right here on 97.3 The Fan. Bye-bye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.